Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast for Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about You Decide, I Provide, and we're coming from the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verses 6 through 18. So grab your journals. So this morning when I got up, of course, I'm just like, wow, God, it is September 30th. We did 30 days of podcasts and I was just journaling and thanking God for giving me a word every day, thanking God for giving me the strength to get up, to be consistent, to not miss the day, to edit, then post it. Like I was just thanking him because it's just like I really stretched myself in the month of September and I can only do it with his strength. I can only do it with his revelation, with his word. This wasn't pre-recorded. This wasn't pre-planned. I know everything that I'm going to talk about every day. No, this was me getting up every day and getting in the presence of God and waiting on him to give me a word. So this morning when I got up, I was just giving him the glory, honor, and praise that he deserves because it's just like, wow, we really did 30 days of podcasts. And as I was journaling and thanking God and just reflecting on the month of September, what God said to me is, you decide, I provide. When you decide that you're going to show up, when you decide that you're going to be a vessel for me to use, when you decide that you're going to stretch yourself, I will provide what you decide to do, but you have to show up consistently. You have to be a willing vessel for me to use. So when you decide I'll provide, but you have to make a decision and have faith for that decision that you're making and stand on it. Of course, that decision has to be in or align with the will of God, but it starts with you deciding. A lot of times we're praying for things and it's just like, you don't even know if you want that. One day you praying for it and the next day you just like, uh, I guess I could do without it. Uh, I'm going to take another route. But God says, when you decide and you get flat footed in your faith and really show up, if you want to be a content creator, how, how decisive are you when it comes to that? Do you change your mind when you don't get a lot of views? If you want to be a business owner, do you change your mind and start looking for jobs when it looks like the sales is getting low? How decisive are you when it comes to what you're telling God you're deciding to do? So he said to me, when you decide, and I mean really decide, when you decide and I see it in your heart and I see it in your words because faith without works is dead. So when I see it in your heart and I see it in your words, when you decide, I'll provide. And as I was journaling and he was saying this to me, I thought about an interview that I watched last night. So last night I was on YouTube and I watched an interview with Jackie Anna, which is one of the world's biggest YouTubers, if you guys know who that is. And I was watching one of her interviews and the interviewer asked her, he said, what would you say made your YouTube channel so successful like the way it is today? And she said, one thing is having the audacity. Having the audacity to believe in yourself, like having the audacity to be just a little bit delusional and to think bigger than what's in front of you. Literally have the audacity to believe, have the audacity to just let your creativity run wild, whether you have all the resources or have all the finances. She said, have the audacity. And I thought about it and I said, God, I had the audacity to get on the podcast on September 1st and say, hey, y'all, I'm giving y'all 30 days of podcasts without knowing what day two was going to be, without knowing what the word for day 15 was going to be, without knowing what the word for day 22 was going to be, without knowing what today's word was going to be. I got on this podcast on September 1st and I said, we're doing 30 days of pie. I had the audacity to believe in something that was bigger than me. And God said, when you decide, I'll provide. 
And I wanted to open up today's podcast with sharing that with you guys because I want you guys to understand that this is faith in your face. I had the audacity to believe that God would give me a word to give to you guys for 30 days in a row. And I want you guys to know that this is faith in your face because a lot of times people are blinded by what looks like faith or what looks like a Christian. Like those people that be DMing me telling me, oh, you're worldly, you're lukewarm because you got on a crop top. Oh, you're worldly and all this. They don't know what faith really looks like because just just because I don't have on a skirt to my knees does not mean I'm not on here showing you what faith looks like exactly in your face. You can't be blinded by what your eyes see. You can't be blinded by what this world shows you. Do you know how easy it is to pretend to be the perfect Christian? All I have to do is post the scripture in the morning, only take a picture when I have clothes that's to my ankle and all the way down to my wrist, only take a picture when I'm at church, only show y'all what I'm doing when I'm at church or at a Christian event. It is very easy to look like the perfect Christian online, but I want y'all to see what it is in real life. This is faith in your face. It's easy to get on Instagram or to get on TikTok and only post content that looks Christian worthy and then keep the rest of my life offline. It's easy to do that. It's easy. It's easy to only post Bible studies on YouTube. It's easy to do that. It's easy to just talk to y'all when I'm giving y'all a Bible study and then not let y'all see the rest of my life. It's easy to look like the perfect Christian, but I wanted to start off this podcast episode with this because I don't want y'all to be blinded by long skirts and well-written posts on Instagram that has that has the perfect words that make it seem like the perfect Christian and this is what you need to look like. I don't want y'all to miss out on true anointing because the package looks different than how you think it's supposed to look. That's the whole point of my ministry. I'm not dressing or posting a certain way to prove anything because the proof is in his presence. The proof is in a 30 days of podcast that's not pre-recorded. The proof is in me getting on here and saying y'all this is what God said today and it may not align with what he said yesterday but that's because this isn't rehearsed I'm not acting I'm not trying to make myself look like I'm the perfect Christian I'm trying to give you real faith I'm trying to give you real life examples of how to tap into the presence of God I'm not interested in what they saying online I'm not interested in making sure my pictures is approved by the pastors and those in the upper rooms I'm trying to give you faith in your face and above all, I pray that's what the Christian Bay brand teaches you. It does not matter how you look because God is not into acting. He wants someone that has a heart for him. So to know that I got on here every day for 30 days and God gave me a word, you think I care what they say about an Instagram pic? No, because I want you to see faith in your face. It may not look like how you expect and there's no certain way you have to look in order for God to use you. He just wants a vessel that's willing and has a heart for him. And he said, when you decide, I'll provide. Don't worry about what people got to say. That's what faith in your face looks like. So now that I done got y'all together a little bit, let's get into the word. Oh, and another thing. My brothers just told me last week that them perfect girls that y'all be thinking is really the one that God using and y'all don't have no slick or much them. My brothers say them church girls be the worst ones. I mean, you ain't here from me. And then my cousin said the drummer boys be the worst ones. So my point in saying this is no shade, no tea for them. But my point in saying this is stop looking at the package. Because it's easy to be fooled by what people present, especially with what they post in. It's easy to play the role. Check the heart of the person that you're listening to and you're letting pour into you and use your discernment to see true faith. 30 days of podcast, not pre-recorded, not scheduled, not planned out, all anointing and Holy Spirit. That's faith. And that's how I want y'all to live. 
So now we're going to get into the scripture. God led me to the book of Malachi chapter three. And when he gave me the title, you decide I provide, I just knew he was going to lead me to the chapter where it talk about the lady that had to go get the vases to be filled up with oil and the oil continued to flow until she ran out of vases. But God said, nah, we go into the book of Malachi chapter three, which says in the subtitle for chapter three is breaking covenant by withholding tithes. And I was like, God, not you got me talking to him about tithes. Honestly, y'all, I don't like talking about tithes. I barely like telling y'all what the seed is, but my grandma told me it would be wrong for me not to give y'all a seed when I sow seeds, when I hear a word. So it's just like, girl, you keeping a part of us, you, you holding out, allow us to do exactly what you're doing. And I know the way that God blesses me financially when I sow seeds. So y'all, my grandma had to really get me to be consistent with giving y'all a seed because I just feel like seeds, ties is such a touchy topic. In spite of it being in the Bible, soon as you say it, it's an issue with people. And it's just like, baby, I don't want no parts. But this is what he led me to today. Malachi chapter three and the subtitle before verse six is breaking covenant by withholding ties. But what God showed me, he said, we're not just talking about withholding ties. We're talking about breaking covenant by breaking my commands It's way bigger. See, a lot of times when you mention ties and when you mention a seed and when you mention the fact that the word of God says, so 10% of your income, whether that's weekly, biweekly or monthly, when you tell people that they're so focused on the money that they forget that God is not looking at the money. He's looking at if you're being obedient to his command. That is a command of mine. It's not about the amount. It's not about the money. It's about how obedient are you? How disciplined are you? How much do you listen when I tell you to do something? I'm checking your heart, not your wallet. So the first thing that God showed me when reading Malachi chapter three is it's not breaking covenant by withholding tithes. You break covenant by breaking the commands of God. And when you read Malachi chapter three, starting at verse 16, and I'm going to be reading it in the contemporary English version, starting at verse six, it says, descendants of Jacob, I am the Lord all powerful and I will never change. That's why you haven't been wiped out. Even though you have ignored and disobeyed my laws ever since the time of your ancestors. But if you return to me, I will return to you. And yet you ask, how can we return? You people are robbing your God and here you are asking, how are we robbing you? You are robbing me of the offerings and of the 10% that belongs to me. That's why your whole nation is under a curse. I am the Lord all powerful and I challenge you to put me to the test. Bring the entire 10% into the storehouse so there will be food in my house. Then I will open the windows of heaven and flood you with blessing after blessing. I will also stop locusts from destroying your crops and keeping your vineyards from producing. Everyone of every nation will talk about how I have blessed you and about your wonderful land. I, the Lord all-powerful, have spoken. You have said horrible things about me, and yet you ask, what have we said? Here is what you have said. It's foolish to serve the Lord God all-powerful. What do we get for obeying God and from going around looking sad? See how happy those ignorant people are? Everyone who does wrong is successful. And when they put God to the test, they always get away with it. All those who truly respected the Lord and honored his name started discussing these things. And when God saw what was happening, he had their names written as a reminder in the book. Then the Lord all-powerful said, you people are precious to me. And when I come to bring justice, I will protect you just as parents protect an obedient child. Then everyone will once again see the difference between those who obey me by doing right and those who reject me by doing wrong. 
And I know you're probably listening to this episode like, okay, so now we're talking about being obedient and paying the tithes and offering because that's what the scripture is saying. The title says, you decide, I provide. And then we started talking about the audacity. So I'm trying to connect the dots here. And as I finished reading the scripture, God said to me, October overflow, October overflow. And then when he said to me, October overflow, it all connected y'all. For the month of September, the word that God gave us was stewarding September. Being a good steward in the month of September. God said, if you decide, I provide. If you continue to be a good steward of what I have already given you, if you continue to keep our covenant by keeping my commands, and if you have the audacity to believe, then I will give you overflow. I want y'all to know how all the pieces of it connect together. God said, when you decide, I'll provide. When you decide to have the audacity to have faith, when you decide to follow my commands and keep our covenant, when you decide to show up even when you don't know what the next step is, when you decide decide to do what my word is telling you to do before you receive the fruit. God said it's going to lead to October overflow. I know you've been being a good steward in September and I know you've been keeping the covenant and I want you to know that I've been seeing your work. I've been seeing your faithfulness. I've been seeing you listening to the podcast every day for 30 days. I've been seeing you be intentional with your tithes and offering. I've been seeing you be intentional with your prayer time and reading your word. I've been seeing you have the audacity to believe that I'm doing it for you. I've I've been seeing you have the audacity to believe and sow your seeds. I've been seeing you have the audacity to believe and have faith in something that you can't see. And God said it's leading to October overflow. So I wanted to give you this reminder that as long as you decide, I'll provide. As long as you continue to keep my commands, I'll provide. As long as you continue to have the audacity to believe. I'll provide as long as you have enough faith to get up on September 1st and say, I'm going to do this for 30 days to get up on October 1st and say, I'm going to do this for 30 days. That's you keeping the command of God by showing up every day. God said, if you decide, I'll provide. When you read Malachi chapter three and verse six, it says, I, the Lord do not change. God said, return to me and I will return to you. You decide and I'll provide. You sow the seed and I'll give you the fruit. Sow the seed and I'll give you the harvest. You sow the seed and I'll show you the way. God said, I do not change. Return to me and I will return to you. And then when you continue to read, it says, some people ask, how do we return? God, how do I get back in that place where I'm connected to you? How do I get back in that place where I see the fruit? How do I get back in that place where I feel like I'm close to you. And verse eight says, you ask, how are you robbing me? Yet you don't pay your tithes and offering. And what I want you to understand is that paying your tithes and offering, yes, it has to do with finances, but it's also about sowing your time, sowing your discipline, sowing by doing what you said you were going to do. You said you were going to pray every morning. You said you were going to read your Bible every day. You said you were going to watch a sermon. You said you were going to start that Bible study group. You said you were going to join that small group at church. So God is saying today, yes, we're talking about tithes, but we're also talking about you keeping my commands. We're also talking about you sharpening yourself spiritually because as we enter this new month, God wants to do a new thing, but he said, you got to decide so that I can provide. But a lot of times the issue is what's mentioned in verse 14, where it says, what do we gain by carrying out his requirements? That's what it says in the NIV translation. What do we gain by keeping the commandments of God? What I can't tell you how many people say, what do I gain by sowing or paying my tithes? 
What, what do I gain? It's not about the money. It's about you being a follower of God or not. Do you believe in God and his word or not? Because if you believe in his word, that means you shouldn't be questioning his instructions. But a lot of times we're tricked and deceived by the things that we see. So we want to know, what am I going to get back from doing this? And God say, I'm testing your heart because there's nothing for me to release finances. It's nothing for me to release overflow. But I see the real issue is in your heart. And what I also love about this is God didn't only say he'll bless them financially. He said, I will prevent the locusts from destroying your crops. What he said in the next scripture is, I will prevent your car from stopping to work because you cannot pay your tithes, but then you're going to pay it when that car break down. You're going to pay it when that tire get flat. You're going to pay it when that job lets you go. So God said, not only will I bless you when you sow your tithes and pay your, your 10% offerings, but I'm also going to stop other things from making you have to come out the pocket financially. So sometimes when you sow a seed, God makes sure something Something else doesn't go wrong so you don't have to pay for it. Got to make sure you're not the one that have to pay for that cost or you're not the one that have to pay for that trip or somebody sponsored you or somebody dropped off groceries. There's more than one way that God can reward you for being faithful. But what he's saying today is I want you to decide to give me your heart. And when you decide to give me your heart by following all of my commands, that means that you are in covenant with me. And when you decide, I provide. Verse 17 in the NIV translation, it says, on the day when I act, on the day when I provide, on the day when I show up, on the day when I begin to move, said the Lord Almighty, they will be my treasured possession. I will spare them just as a father has compassion and spares his son who serves him. And you will again see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked, between those who serve God and those who do not. God said, when you decide, I provide. When you decide to keep my commands, we're officially in covenant with each other. A covenant is a contract. That's me letting you know that there is no seed that you can sow that you won't receive harvest for. There's no time that you can spend in prayer and you leave empty handed. There's no time that you spend in my word and you leave getting nothing. You might not get it in the moment where you want it or you may not feel like you got it. But I want you to know that when you keep my commands, you are in covenant with me. And when you decide... I provide. When you show up, I show out. When you stand in the gap and have faith, I make favor come your way. You decide, I provide. When you get up on the first and say, I'm going to do this for 30 days, I provide a word each day because you had the audacity to believe and that led to me acting on your behalf. And that's today's seed. Today's seed is the audacity and the act seed. Because God said, I want you to have the audacity to keep my commands and do what my word says before you see the fruit. Before you see the harvest. Before you see the benefit. I want you to have the audacity to believe. And watch how I act on your behalf. And you can sow the audacity and act seed to dollar sign and Christian Bay, PayPal, Zelda, Christian Bay at gmail.com. Audacity and act. I had the audacity to say, I'm going to do 30 days of podcast. Every morning I got up like, all right, God, what we saying today? <laughs> what we saying today? 
Because by keeping his commands, by being in my word, by being a vessel, by praying, by sitting in his presence, I was keeping his command, which leads to being in a contract with him. And God said, you have the audacity to believe. If you have the audacity to believe, I'm going to act on your behalf. Jackiana said, I have the audacity to believe in my YouTube channel. And I actually stopped working before I even started getting paid by YouTube. And if y'all don't know who Jackiana is, go on TikTok or go on Instagram and type in J-A-C-K-I-E-A-I-N-A, Jackiana. Go look at her Instagram and go look at her TikTok and look at her lifestyle. I think she has an Instagram title, Lavishly Jackie, because I'm talking about black woman luxury, okay? This lady house is everything because she had the audacity. She had the audacity to believe in something she could not see. And God is saying today, I want to release overflow in October, but I need you to have the audacity to believe because when you decide, I provide. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this podcast, your podcast, your platform, Father God. Thank you for giving us a word every day for the month of September, Father God, without any pre-recording, without any pre-planning, without any positioning to a certain topic or point, Father God, but just your presence. We thank you for showing up every day, Father God, and we thank you for giving us the audacity to believe in the overflow that's going to happen in October, Father God. We thank you and we sow the audacity and act seed because we are going to do our part by keeping your commands and by having the audacity to work towards what it is that we're praying for and knowing that you will not leave forsake or fail us because that is not the type of God that you are father God we praise you and we thank you in advance for the October overflow and we remind you and we show you that every day we have audacity to believe not in ourselves in our own hands but in you your power and your presence we love you father God and we'll forever praise your name in Jesus name we pray Amen. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. I will talk to you guys tomorrow for October 1st while we start the October 8th. I can't wait to see what God does in the first eight days of October. And I can't wait to see the October overflow that comes our way. I pray for many testimonies that I'm going to be sharing with you guys through the month of October. I don't know what those testimonies are, but again, we're having the audacity to believe that God is going to act on our behalf. I love you guys so much and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.